Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIPP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag KIP, hashtag KIP. Help me to make KIP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hey, 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 what's going on, KIP Nation? We are coming, uh, or actually, we're in the beginning of the month of August. This is an exciting time, first Friday in August, and we're just glad to have you listening. You have been listening all over the world. You've been sharing. I see the analytics. Such a blessing to have you as part of KIPP Nation. Welcome, welcome, and welcome again. Listen, today we have a special guest with us. This is, besides my wife, when we do the Simply Us series, is uh, my first time having a guest, but not my last. As a matter of fact, we're going to have several guests now that I've developed some methods of pulling this off, but... (laughs) I want to introduce to you today uh, one of my spiritual daughters. Her name is Lisa Mellers. She's the CEO of Lighthouse Ministries, and uh, she pastors that ministry with her husband, Carrie. And uh, I just want to say welcome, Lisa. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you. I'm excited to be with you this morning. All right. All right. Listen, Lisa, I'm glad that you were able to come on the show. And I, you, as you know, I've just recently released my book, Pressing to the Power, and uh, you made a comment on Facebook that you picked the book up and you could not put it down. And so, yes. you know, that's a powerful commentary. And uh, I thought that I would interview you first. Uh, that was the first major commentary on Facebook. And um, so tell me. Tell me, what about the book captured your attention? Well, I, you know what? I, it was about 3 in the morning. Um, I had woken up with my daughter, and um, I was coming through Facebook, and I saw that you had posted the book, and I automatically went on and just purchased it right away. And, um, and, and as I began to read it, it just captivated me. So after my daughter went to bed, I just began reading, kept on reading, and, and, you know, the time was getting away with me, and I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. But um, I first wanted to say that 
knowing that you wrote the book, and, and this is really imperative, knowing that you wrote the book, that you were the author of the book, and it automatically drew me to purchase it, whether I knew what it was about or not. The reason why is because I have spent enough time through the years listening to your teachings and your sermons, and I know that the nature of what you're teaching, in my experience, has always been full of revelation, and it's been God-led. And because I know that about you, it drew me to the book right away without even knowing the content of the book. But honestly, even in that, you know, it, it, it's really important, I think, in my opinion, knowing who is um, at the helm of the writing. Because I know that you're in tune with the Spirit of God, and so what's in that book is going to be relevant for what we need to hear today. And um, for me, I know that as I was reading, the information that was in the book was imperative for me and my walk, not just as, you know, a, a daughter in the Lord or, or, or your spiritual daughter, but a leader, because leaders need to hear what you what, what God put on those pages. It's really important. Um, I was right, because as I got into the book, as soon as I began reading, right out the gate, the content was speaking to me directly. I could relate to what was being, uh, what was written there. Um, it's like, you know, in recent times, um, what, what I'm experiencing in ministry and what I'm seeing, the information that's in this book, I'm telling you, whoever's listening, you need to get this book. It is not super long, but it has information in it that's imperative to our walk today. It's very, very relevant. Well, so. just kind of moving into, and you kind of answered this question in a sense, as how is the book relevant in the times that we live yeah. in? Yeah, I know. I, I'm, a, I'm a little, it's like everything kind of goes one into the next, you know. Um, I feel like the book is really re relevant today um, because there's so many believers and leaders, honestly, that have either lost hope or they've lost faith because of what that they what they have been through. Um, a lot of uh, leaders in general are scarred from things that they've been through or broken um, from things of the past. They don't talk about it because they feel like they can't. Um, you know, leaders are held in a different regard. And, and, and for me, the way this book, the way I put it for myself or the way I use it for myself is really more on the leadership end because um, I'm in that space right now in my season and the desire of my heart is to uh, serve the Lord correctly because of things that I've gone through in my past and I'm speaking out of experience the experience of what I've been through personally as a leader and um, and what I've carried through the years I needed my own healing, and I held on to things. And, you know, as I'm reading through this book, it's it's all information that is relevant to understanding, you know, uh, how, how I need to get into myself and, and put that before the cross, like, and really figure out my purpose more than just being in the pulpit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's that's... It's, it's why I feel it's relevant for the leadership and for the body of Christ because 
There's so many people that are even still in pulpits today or still in ministry leading, but they're really dying inside. There's things that they're carrying that they will not speak of. I mean, we have pastors, I mean, this is like to really kind of get into a quick deep section, but we have pastors that are committing suicide. There are leaderships that are falling apart and can't keep their board members together. There's things that are happening personally. There's so much personal stuff and baggage. The stuff's not being dealt with. So running the race, it, it's almost like we're, we're running toward the goal, but we have all this baggage on us and it, it's taking us longer to get there. And so we, we really have to deal with ourselves and understanding that, you know, there are going to be some things that go wrong, but it doesn't mean that God's not going to use you again. But you have to figure out your purpose mm-hmm. in order to get to that, you know. I, I, wanna, I want to kind of reword a question and maybe ask it a little differently. And, and okay. I know it would be extemporaneous for you, but was there any one thing, that, and I know you haven't read the entire book yet, and you're still in the process, but is there any one thing in what you've read that has stood out as a beacon of light or a light post um, that you think would help uh, pastors or the body of Christ at large? Um, you know, I highlighted so many parts of this book, <laughs> but I have to tell you that the one little sentence that, that I keep, I keep it on my tablet. The key, it's on page, uh, let's see, where, where is this? Page 28, um, you write it down in the middle of the page, you wrote, the key is relinquishing the power of the flesh to the Holy Spirit and keeping that as the baseline for our Christian walk. Mm. That line there has sat with me since I read this book. I mean, there's so many bullet points in here that I have highlighted so much of the information and I go back and I read the highlights throughout the day to remind myself but this one sentence the key is relinquishing the power of the flesh to the Holy Spirit and keeping that as a baseline for our Christian law to me that's everything Wow. <laughs> everything because it's so easy for us to hold on to what we're comfortable with what our flesh is comfortable with and I mean, I know people right now in ministry that are struggling with holding on to things in the flesh, and they have been serving God for so many years, but they still struggle with that one space, and they will not relinquish that space to the Holy Spirit. And because of that, their ministry is not completely flourishing. And beyond their ministry, their relationship with God has not come into you know, um, the fullness of where it can be. And it's and, and there's constant struggle. And, and and I'm saying to the Lord, wow, God, you are showing me this. And these are the things that I'm experiencing as I'm walking through ministry right now. And as I began to read this book, I was like, this is so timely. These, these bullet points are so timely for what is happening right now. God, give us the new tools. We can't use the old tools from the past. We need something new. We need, we need something fresh. We need a fresh fresh anointing, a fresh oil, a fresh breaking in this season. And um, so that one statement, that one little line, it just speaks volumes. 
because we have to let go of the flesh in order for us to do and become who God has called, called us to be. And that is so difficult because, I mean, even in the Bible, Paul has always talked about beating down the flesh, constantly beating down the flesh, and that's what we have to do. And, and, it's, a, and it's a process yeah. for us to do that, and, and it's a painful process. It hurts. It you know, it, it hurts because it requires something of us. It requires us giving, giving up something. But if we really think about like what it, what Jesus gave up, I mean, it requires him getting beaten, torn, tattered, and broken for 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 us to be saved. That's you know? part and of that's part of really Lisa pressing into the power. It is. That's 100%. part of you know. You can't when you press into the power, as you said. You have to stop, take inventory, look at your life, and almost ask yourself that that adage old question people say, you know, how's that working for you? you yeah. Know, <laughs> have you got to the place where God wants you to be? Are, are you uh, are moving forward or progressing in a way that's consistent with the will of God for your life? You can yeah. progress, as you said, but not in a way that's consistent with yes. the will of God, not consistent yes. progressing, but consistent with his will, which is a little, a little different. And right. so, um, uh, yeah, when, when you get to the crux of this book, and I'm going to talk about how one man made a decision and God sent people to come into his life to help to move him from one place to another, mm-hmm. but he had to let go of who he was and let go of his uh, incapacities, if you will, and say, hey, God, how will we do this? Let's roll with it. And uh, God sent him a team, and we all need a good team around us. So, yeah, I, I, I believe it will bless leadership, and um, I'm not I'm, I'm leaving out all the details for those of you who are listening, like, what guy? What are you talking about? Yeah, read the book. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, it's a, a blessing uh, to have you talk about the book and just to... Um, uh, give it credence because you've been in ministry many, many years and uh, you've shared all over the state of Connecticut and beyond. And uh, it's a blessing to have you on the show. So I want to talk a little bit about um, your ministry. Um, well, give us give us a, a just a, if you will, a, a, a 60 second blip about your ministry. Tell the audience who you are and what you've done. And then we're going to talk about Lighthouse and how that, if you want to transition to that Lighthouse Ministries and the origin of that, just, just give a a little history, just a little, little history. Um, I, I have been serving in ministry for, oh boy, 20, 20 years or or so, probably more. And, um, most of my ministry has been in, in, in worship. Um, you know, serving in, in, in the worship area. Um, I, I came into the part of my prophetic calling, um, a little bit later in my walk with God. And so that became part of the ministry of, of, of how God is, has been using me and even in current times. Um, so, um, you know, now in the season where uh, my husband and I are, uh, last year in July, God um, put it in our spirit to uh, finally take the bull by the horns and go straight for um, starting our own 501c3. 
Uh, I had no idea how to do any of that, and I prayed and said, Lord, give me the wisdom and the knowledge on, you know, what it is you want this to look like, and and uh, so I, I, I went on and I filed for it, and um, we got our approval pretty quickly, and um, so we, you know, Lighthouse Ministries, and that's L-I-T-E House, um, there are some other Lighthouse Ministries, um, out there, so we changed the spelling so there can be that um, differential there so people can know that we're, you know, different from the others. But uh, our goal, honestly, is to get outside of the church walls, um, to bring the gospel outside of the church walls, to minister and worship, to bring our testimony. We have a huge testimony between my husband and myself and together collectively. So to bring testimony. Um, and to also, you know, bring do charity events and uh, whatever the, the community is in need of, we want to supply it. And so right now uh, we're in the beginning stages. We're still building and we are creating relationship with people. Um, and God is opening up wonderful doors in that way. And so we're, we're really happy about, you know, how God is, is launching this out. Right now, Lisa, you guys are, you and Carrie are pretty much operating where? Would, would you say um, in Fairfield County exclusively, or have you branched out uh, in uh, Connecticut, some other places where, where? Yeah, throughout the state of Connecticut, we've been um, mostly in Fairfield County right now with this particular ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hoping that, that, you know, as it builds, it branches out so that we have different sectors of the ministry. I mean, we'd love to see the ministry go beyond Connecticut, um, you know, to be able to help in major ways in communities where, where people are in need. And there's been a lot of things that have happened since, even since COVID, the pandemic, you know, really knocked a lot of people out financially, um, you know, getting them back on their feet, you know, even parents needing school supplies for their children or, you know, shoes for their feet. I mean, simple things. Mm-hmm. have been a task for a lot of families so you know we we just want to be able to um you know help in those areas as well it's it's to us it's not just about the music um but the the worship and the music is a vehicle that's a big part of you know opening up those doors for healing and deliverance and helping people to find salvation and then connecting them uh with the local churches. We are not a church. Uh, we are right now. We are a charity-based ministry, um, a traveling worship ministry. So we do have a list of churches that uh, we will refer people to, mm-hmm. so that if they need a place to fellowship or they need that, um, you know, that support, we can connect them with people that we know that can lock arms with them and help them to grow and to be discipled. Well, you know, it's it's incredibly important. I, I know you are uh, attending Huntington Chapel now with uh, Pastor yeah. Doug, and uh, yeah. we send a shout-out to him. Um, yeah. But I, I want to say that this is important for people to hear because the church is not the church if it just operates within the confines of its walls. Amen. The church is the church when the people of God hear the preaching and teaching of the word of God hear the prophetic evangelistic nature of the word, which causes us to understand uh, that the church does not have walls. 
And so Lisa is doing a work. She and Carrie, they're doing a work alongside of the church, but they are the church, but they refer people to the traditional church, but they're an arm of the church. Ministry of helps, if you want to call it that, but that is vital to the success of our communities today because people need places where they can go. People need places where they can be loved. People need places where they can be heard on a daily basis. And all of our churches, unfortunately, are not able to be open every day. Some people, uh, some pastors are working uh, part-time or full-time. So uh, this ministry gives people that opportunity to have another place to go where they can get the help that they need. Lisa, if someone wanted to reach out to sow a seed, to give, or they wanted to be able to contact you or Carrie, uh, what information would you give as we close this broadcast? We're coming down towards the end. What 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 information would you give uh, so they could reach out to you? Um, the, the, the best way to reach us is uh, through our website. Uh, it is lighthouseministries.com. That's L-I-T-E-H-O-U-S-E ministries.com. And there's links on there for the for donations. Uh, we do have several ways to give, um, and they can also email us or they can reach us by phone. Uh, the number is two zero three five four five eight three one five, and they can reach out to myself, um, you know, and my husband at that number as well. And uh, and we look forward to connecting, you know, with 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 other ministries and partnering. So, Listen, to I want to get that one more time. Give me that phone number one more time. Okay, the number is 203-545-8315. And that's Lisa and Carrie. Uh, they also, I want to uh, get your email address. What's your email address? The email is lighthouseministriesct at gmail.com. Oh, and that's L-I-T-E House Ministries C-T at gmail.com and that is one word and uh, I hope you reach out um, if you've heard this broadcast if you're living in Connecticut or in the tri-state area or anywhere around the world because you can have partners around the world who can assist yeah. in a work like this um, please contact Lisa or Carrie and they will let you know how you can assist with the burden that God has placed in their heart for Connecticut and beyond. Lisa, hey, thanks so much for being on this show today. Uh, tell your husband, we love him. Your kids, we love him. And uh, uh, we hope to have you on again sometime in the future. And uh, we can talk about something else. Maybe we'll get you on after you've read the whole book and uh, see how your perspective has uh, increased. But uh, uh, thanks so much again. Hey, audience, uh, this is Lisa Mellers, Lighthouse Ministries, myself, Derek L. Calhoun. You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, and you know what I want you to do? You got it. Go influence the nations. <laughs>